First John chapter five, verses 10 through 21. He that believeth on the son of God have the witness in himself. And he that believeth not have made him a liar because he believeth not the record that God gave of his son. And this is the record that God have given us, excuse me, to us eternal life. And this life is in his son. He that have the son have life. And he that have not the son of God have not life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the son of God, Mm -hmm. that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the son of God. Mm -hmm. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. Uh If any man see his brother sin a sin, which is not unto death, he shall ask and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. There is a sin unto death. I do not say that he shall pray for it. All unrighteousness is sin. And there is a sin not unto death. We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not. But he that is begotten of God keepeth himself and that wicked one toucheth him not. And we know that we are of God and the whole world lieth in wickedness. And we know that the son of God is come and have given us an understanding that we may know him that is true. And we are in him that is true, even in his son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Amen. 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 Precious Lord. The, the, the text asked the one great question. Do you have the son? Father God, let us be sure that we have eternal life. Yes. Father, thank you. In thank Jesus name. Amen. That's the lesson. That's the lesson. When I studied the lesson, I look over the scriptures and, 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 I've, and I've said throughout the text, John was talking to a young church. Now, as I study more and more, I don't believe this is a young church in terms of age. I believe this is a mature church with young believers. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Not young in age. You can be 40, 50, and 60 and still be a young church or a young believer because you have so much to learn. But John, John here is, is pressing it, is pressing it. Now, one of the things I do when I, when I study these lessons, I'll, I'll download five or six sermons and listen to some of the old school. I don't listen to the young guys. I listen to these old guys that was preaching back in 1950s and stuff and, and how they present this lesson. But I ran across this. I ran across several things. But, but 
This one guy said this, and I thought it was interesting. He says, Psalm 90 and 10. Y'all know it says three score and 10. Okay? Which is 70. And, 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 and maybe you get 10 more. Put you at 80. And he says, take a tape measure. He said, take a tape measure. I thought this was fascinating. Hope I don't offend nobody. I should, I, I, no, I hope I, I hope I heighten some people's interest. Right. I don't know how old none of y'all is. I don't know how old none of y'all is. I'm going to act like I don't know how old none of y'all is. He said, take that tape measure, spread it out to 80 inches. And then whatever age you are, put that number on the tape measure and see how far you are from 80. And he said, based on where you at on them 80 inches, you ought to take eternal life issues real serious. Okay? So when I put my number on that tape measure at 65, <laughs> okay? All right? See? So Margaret can go home and tell her husband, you off the tape. You are off the tape. You on borrowed time, my friend. Okay? So, I, you know, and, and, and I hear these stories. I love hearing these old guys telling these stories. And I'm going to tell you one more, and then I'm going to get into this text. So, so the old guy, the old guy, was he was deacon in the church. He loved the church. He loved the church. He was at the church all the time, singing all the time, praising the Lord all the time, praying all the time. He would preach whenever he had to, and they found out he was sick. They found out he was sick. And, and they took him to the hospital and said, nothing else we can do for him. They sent him home to die. And so his best two buddies, his best two buddies, you know, heard that he was at home and everybody was at the house. So they go to the house and everybody at the house, they all crying and saying, yeah, we got the bad news and everything. And, you know, they doing their little thing. So they walk into an area, they walk into the room and they see their buddy. And, 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 and he seen them come. He said, he said, he said, y'all heard, y'all heard. I'm about to go home. He said, I'm about to go home. I got my ticket. I'm about to go home. And see, that's how this old guy looked at dying. He looked at it as it was an opportunity for him to go home. That's so different. That's so different. Even, even with folks that I, that I sit here and, 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 and know they're dying and they die, it's, it's not a sad occasion for someone who knows the Lord. Okay, I, I, I pray. And, 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 a, and a lot of reasons. If I had one reason... You know, I want to outlive a lot of y'all, and even I'll outlive Cindy, which I probably won't. Um, God, I don't want y'all. I don't want y'all. I don't want it to be a sad occasion. Amen. I want it to be exciting. You know, I want to. I, I want it to be exciting. I think it should be a celebration with someone who has been faithful. Someone has been faithful. Someone who knows the Lord. Someone who knows the eternal life truly exists. I think it ought to be a grand occasion. A grand occasion. He that believeth on the Son have the witness in himself. That's last week's lesson. He that believeth on the Son have the witness in himself. Now, just, just for review, that word believeth, okay? It's, it, it's almost like the writer is saying, he that have faith in God, respect to God, he that entrusts God, he that has committed his life to God. Have the witness in himself. Okay? 
Non-commitment, no, no trust in it. I mean, you know folks like this. You, you sit there, you, don't, you can't, don't even bring up a, a, a spiritual conversation with them. And they, I'm talking about church folks. Okay, don't even bring up a spiritual conversation with them. because you, can, you, you can't even start it. Okay, but if you're talking to that person who have trusted in the Lord, have believed in God, who have believed in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, and have died for your sins and rose from the grave, you can, you can have a good, good old Holy Ghost conversation with that person. Okay, because he got something in him. Okay, he that believeth not, verse 10, have made God a liar. See, we don't even think about this kind of stuff. We're talking to people who don't believe. We run into co-workers who don't believe. We, 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 have you ever thought to tell them, you know what? The very fact that you don't believe, the very fact that you don't serve God, the very fact that you haven't placed your trust in God is basically you calling him a liar. You calling God a liar. Because he believed not the record that God have gave of his son. Now, here's where we here's where we where we going today. We're going to talk about that record. OK, here here's the record. You don't believe the record that God gave of his son. What's he talking about? The record that God gave of his son. The testimony God gave of his son. The testimony that God gave of his son. And here's the record. Here's the record that God have given to us eternal life. Watch this. And this life is in the sun. It's in the sun. You ain't going to find it nowhere else. Amen. You're not going to find it in no one else. Amen. No other person. You're not going to find it in Buddhism. You're not going to find it in Mormonism. You're not going to find it in Catholicism. You're not going to find it in Judaism. You're not going to find it anywhere else but in Jesus Christ. John said, I am the way the truth and the life. John was basically saying, Jesus was basically said, I am the record. I am the record. I am the record. Believe me, believe in me, or go to hell. Now, now see, we, we don't like to talk like that because we, we gotten really, really nice in the church. But Jesus is saying, I am the record that God has given. You believe me, or you messed up, or you lost. Nobody gonna say that. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it till the day I die. Amen. Because that's that's the only way. That anybody's gonna be saved. Okay? We can't we, we can't sugarcoat it. We 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 passed that. Folks leaving here. We folks is leaving here. I had a, a dear lady, you know, and I went and visited her. I had to change my whole schedule because I got a call. She's active. They said she's actively dying. She is actively dying. And I spent over a year with this lady and 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 she was in East Palestine and I had to go. I had to call. I had some appointments I had to change because I had to get to her. Okay, and talk to her. You know what I talk to people about when when they had these rallies. They'll have a rally. We call it a rally. They'll, 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 they'll focus to come back and they'll be able to talk to you just for a little while. It's, we call it a rally in hospice. And then, and then they pass away. And I want to get there for share that rally. And I said, you know what? I read her John 3.16. I said, you understand John 3.16? Do you believe John? Do you believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God who came out of heaven and, and lived a sinner's life and, and walked this earth and, and died for your sins and was buried? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I want to make sure that I want to make sure she had that rally. OK. And, and we talked about that and we smiled and I prayed with her. And then she passed away about a, about a couple of days later. But. This is urgency here. John, 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 all, all through John, he's being urgent with these people and he's making sure that they understand what eternal life is. Look at verse number 11, one more kind. This is the record that God has given to us eternal life. Okay? 
And everybody wants eternal life. I get on people all the time. Stop telling lost folks, rest in peace. That's not healthy. That's sending a wrong message. And people call me back and say, well, what are we supposed to say? Should say that. Ain't nobody rested in peace. Uh-huh. Amen. I, I, and I know that's, I know that's, that's, that's sad. I know that's sad, but, but Jesus said that. Okay? Not me. The only people resting in peace is people who rested in the Lord. Okay? Amen. And I know when you say here, your loved one is not resting in peace if your loved one was an unbeliever. See, this, see I, I said this this morning, Columbus, that's what I meant. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people preach because it's fun and it's exciting. But then some people preach because they have to. Amen. It's a big difference. Uh-huh. It's a big difference. I'm surprised I've been able to preach this long. Amen. This is the record God have given to us. Who's the us? Who's the us? You're not the us if you don't believe. You're not the us if you don't believe. He's given this record to us, eternal life. And this life is in his son. This life is for the us who believes that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Okay? That died on the cross. Remember the Nazis was coming in and saying, well, that Jesus, y'all believe, he didn't die on the cross. He wouldn't have wasn't dead. He really didn't go into the grave. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. They was trying to throw out all these confusing messages. But John is trying to make sure that you know and have the right God. You cannot die with the wrong God. Okay? And he's saying this. Verse number, verse number 11 again. And this is the record. What is the record? What is the record? Okay. God has given us eternal life. And the life is in the son. And it's present tense. Somebody say, is it present tense? Yes, it's present tense. Is it future tense? Yes, it's future. It is, a, it is given to us. Past and present and future. Let me, let, me, let me share something with you about this record. Okay, and this is the record that God has given to us eternal life, and this life is in the Son. Okay, you got eternal life right now, and you better have eternal life before you die. You don't get eternal life after you die, you get eternal life while you are alive. Because if you don't have it, how you gonna get it? That makes sense to me. If you don't have it before you die, how are you going to get it after you die? How are you going to get eternal life? I cannot preach eternal life to you once you're lying down here. Okay? You got to have it in your possession before you leave the earth. Okay? That whosoever believeth in him. John 3.15. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish. But have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever what? Believeth in him. That's present tense. Should not perish. But have everlasting life. So he goes from eternal life to everlasting life. But you got to have it. Before. 
that Van Gogh flatline, okay, uh, before they start to Ativan or the morphine as they do it now. You know, I have people go, you know, come see him, come see him and talk to him and, and sing to him and talk to him before they start the morphine. Because once they start the morphine, you lose consciousness. Okay. Eternal life. Watch what he said. I thought this was funny. I thought it not funny, but I thought it was interesting. Okay. He that had the son had life. Okay? That's right now. That's verse 12. He that had the son have life. That means you have right now. Okay? That's, see, that's what, makes, that's what makes serving God and being a man of God, a woman of God, or a child of God in, in, incredibly excited because you have this now. Okay? It don't matter. We can leave here. We can leave here. This could be our last Sunday together. Okay? For a lot of people in churches today across the land, this is their last Sunday. They don't know it. They don't know it. But if you, if you know it and if you have the son, guess what you have? He said, he that have the son have what? Life. And that's life eternal. When he say life, you got it. You got it. And he that have not the son have not life. That's, that's interesting. Because eternal life is both, again, present and future. Let me, let, me, let me share what Paul said. You know, Paul, Paul says it in a future way and in a present way. When he's describing himself and his conversion, okay, he says this in, in, in 1 Timothy 1.15. I thought it was fascinating. He said, and this is a faithful saying. Here's Paul. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation, worthy of all people accepting it. That Jesus Christ or Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Of whom I am chief. I mean, that's that's he, he didn't come into the world to to grow mega churches. He didn't come into the world for folks to have a good time. He didn't come into the world as as T.D. Jake says, you know, he says, you make a lot of money. With Jesus, he said, and, and they said, why are you making so much money with Jesus? Because Jesus is a good product. And if you have a good product, you make a lot of money. He didn't come in the world for folks to make money off of him. Amen. Jesus came into the world, as Paul said, to save sinners. Amen. OK. Oh, we got it messed up, don't we? We got it messed up. Folks, folks, folks can't even find churches. Churches folding up can't even find a pastor because they don't have enough money to pay them. How about that? How about that? Paul, Paul said he came into the world to save sinner, and then he then he asked this song, of whom I am chief. But he goes back. He says in verse 15, 16, how be it for this cause I obtain mercy. If anybody ever needed some mercy, it was Paul. Paul needed mercy. And guess what? So do we. So do all of us. All of us in here, if you are saved, if you are saved, you are saved by the mercy of God. You're not saved because you deserve to be saved or you, you was righteous enough to be saved or you did enough good stuff to be saved. If you are saved, if you are in here today and you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are saved because of God's grace and mercy. That's it. You ain't got nothing to brag about. You ain't got nothing to pound about. You ain't got, you ain't got nothing to dance around about. You're going to be mourning and crying every time you think about the wretched condition you was in before God said, you know what, I'm going to show you some mercy. 
Show you some mercy. So folks don't think they need mercy today. Folks running around here, I don't need God's mercy. You're going to need it. You just don't know how bad you need it. You need it real bad. You need it real bad. What is mercy? How do we define mercy? God not giving us what we deserve. Now, you sit here and tell people, you need God's mercy. If I don't need God's mercy. You don't, know. you don't even know what you're talking about. You don't know how bad you need it. Okay? So he says, Paul says, how be it for this cause I obtain mercy. He didn't say I earned mercy. He said I obtained it. It was just a given to me. He said that in me first Jesus Christ might show forth all long suffering for a pattern to them which should hereafter believe on him. Here's our word to everlasting life to everlasting life. Part two of this. Here's what Jesus is saying. In Matthew 25, 46, here's what Jesus said. He said, you better get your house in order. You better get it together. You better get on your knees and you better plead with God. And you better get on your knees and plead with God and say, you know what, God, I hear that preacher. And, 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 and I don't understand everything he's saying, but I know I need mercy. I know I cannot die without a savior. Because Jesus said this. He says, and these shall go away into everlasting punishment. Who is it these here? Those that don't know the Lord. Those that have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And, and again, we have a responsibility in that. This is why I sit here and say, pastors, preach the word. Folks dying. Folks, a lot of folks is dying. Christine know that. A lot of folks is dying. Dying without the Lord. Dying without the Lord. God has given us eternal life. Given us eternal life. What's our, what's our responsibility with that? Jesus is eternal life. God has given us his son. His son is eternal life. God said in his own word that my son is eternal life. That's another name for Jesus. You know, we sit here and think about all the names for Jesus. We call him Lord, Savior, and all that. But one of his names is Eternal life. Okay. Listen. All through John, all through this, all through this gospel and, and, and this letter, and we've been studying it, and, and the last chapter sort of a review, so a lot of it will be something that's repeated. So you just stay with me. But when he opened up the text, when we open up John 1, 1, oh, that's probably been a year ago. And it says, and that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, he's describing the Lord which we have looked upon and, and our hands have handled of the word of life. In the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. Okay? Listen, we have looked upon and we, our hands have handled of the word of life for the life was manifested and we have seen it. These are the apostles bearing witness of Jesus Christ and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested in us. You know what I'm doing right now? I'm manifesting the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm talking about him. I'm speaking about him. I'm, and you know, Mary, Mary, Mary said this when, when, when Jesus was, when the angel told her she's going to have a son named Jesus. He's going to be the savior of the world. And she said, oh, magnify the Lord Amen. with me. Make them big. You know, preacher's jobs are to, is to make 
Jesus big. See, we make ourselves big, but the job of the pastor is to make Jesus big. Make him big so everybody can see him. Make him big. He, he, he ends his epistle by describing the eternal life. He describes eternal life. What is eternal life? Somebody got to ask you, what is eternal life? Sister, what is eternal life? You ask, ask, ask your loved one, what is eternal life? Ask them what, you'll be surprised at the answer. Most folks don't even have a clue what eternal life is. Because they don't, no, nobody in every, see, we, we'll reject, we'll reject all of Christianity if we don't understand eternal life because we don't want to hear about that. Because <coughs> you got to spend eternal life somewhere, right? Uh-huh. Get on that elevator. Think about it. I think about it when I'm on the elevators and I get on elevators, I always think about eternal life. You hit one of them buttons. There ain't three. <laughs> okay? You be standing up, standing next to somebody, and they say, and you're on the middle floor. Say you're on the fifth floor, and there's ten floors, and they say, where are you going, up or down? <laughs> oh, I, see, I spiritualize too much. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go up. Just I, I, I'm going to go up. I'll be, I'm on the tenth floor. We know, we know that the Son has come and have given us an understanding. I like this, 1 John 5, 20. That we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true, even in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God, here's his name, and eternal life. Eternal life is found in Jesus, and this is eternal life, okay? How about this? Here's one, of, here's, here's one of the lessons. If you weren't here, try to look it up on, 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 on a sermon audio. Here's one of, the, one of the texts that I just, I thought was wonderful. I don't know how I preached it because I haven't listened to it over again. But when I got to 1 John 3 and 13, I thought this was fascinating. Because it, it, it talks about your whole experience. The fact that if you in here. If you in here, 1 John 3, 13, if you in here and if you say you're saved, if you listen to this on sermon audio and you say that you saved. You have passed. From death. Unto life. I mean, that is a leap of faith. That is something. I mean, you have passed from death to life. You have left a situation where if you die. And all of us in here face death every day. We sometimes, we don't even know it. I was talking to my brother and my nephew yesterday, you know, and he ain't got a CCW. He got all these guns and he loved guns. And, and I said, why don't you carry? I said, why don't you carry? He didn't have an answer. He said, I'm not comfortable. I said, get used to it. That's just me because I'm, I'm just a gun guy, you know. But I'm, I'm sitting here like, what would you, how would you feel if you were at a store? And you got CCW, you a sharpshooter. He's a sharpshooter. This dude can shoot. He can shoot. And I say you had all these, and you and you in all these, and 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 you in a, and, and you see something going down in front of you, and, and here's a guy coming in all these, taking out folks, and you sitting up there with a CCW, a sharpshooter, 20 guns at home, none on you. And you got a license to carry. He's like, I gotta think about it, Uncle. <laughs> I just how me and Margaret carry all the time. <laughs> Marvel not, First John three three. This is a this is a wonderful wonderful verse. 
Marvel not. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. I'm not. My brethren, people of God. Okay. If the world hates you. Let me read that again. Because some of us, we, 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 we don't like being hated on. You know, so many, so many preachers don't like being hated on. They want everybody to love them so much they don't say nothing that will offend anybody. They want, you know, I mean, you, they won't even preach the word because they, don't want, they want everybody to like them. They don't want nobody to go home. They don't want nobody to go home upset. I remember when I got saved. I went home. I, I was filled with joy because I knew something had happened. I knew I was su- supernatural happened, and I, had, I was a new person. Okay, but I had no plans of going to church that day and being saved. Matter of fact, I was far back as you could be in that church. All right. And when that guy said some crazy stuff to me. And I wasn't the only one in there. I don't know if anybody else got saved. I might have been like the woman with the issue of blood. I might have been the only one in there that heard it like I heard it. And I walked out of there a different person. Okay. And my life has been totally changed from that day on. Okay. I remember that cold day in January. All right. Listen, listen. Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hates you. Here we go. We know. We know. That, that word we know means we know. There's, a, there's an understanding. There's a certainty. We know. This is John. You, you, you don't want to step in heaven. You don't want to be on your deathbed and you'll be like, I don't know what's going to happen when I die. Uh-uh. I told you, you don't want to be there. You want to know. You want to know. You want to be certain. Okay? There ain't no doubt about it. Okay? When I leave here, I'm going to heaven. There ain't no, no doubt about it. This ain't nothing you want to be juggling. Well, you know, I don't know what's going to happen when I die. You know what's going to happen when you die? You're going to start breathing. Okay? You see? Okay? That's what's going to happen when you die. You're going to stop breathing. All right? And some other stuff may happen in your body, and all kind of stuff happen when you expire. What Paul says in, 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 in Philippians 1 6, I believe, he says, absent from the body, presence with the Lord. Yes, amen. Amen? amen. That's big talk. We know that we have passed from death to life. Why? Because we love the brother, and he that loveth his brother abideth in death. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Paul knew. Paul knew. John knew. Peter knew. All the apostles knew that when they got saved, when God saved them, and every one of us in here ought to know, when God saved us, we passed from death to life. Okay? We passed from death to life. Thank God. He passed from death to life and eternal life. Again, John keeps going. Same thing. The eternal life is in the Son. It's in the Son. Whom the Son, what? Sets free? Yeah. Is free indeed. I, 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 I was talking to a, to a, to a lady and, and, and I, I posted something. I said, where were you? Where were you? When you were supernaturally born again, they got to answer that question. You, 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 you just, you just can't ease into faith in God. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Something happened. Now I, I, I don't know who I don't know who, I don't know where this is going, but the guy told me this is a heaven and hell issue. You can't just sit there and say, "Well, I don't know what, when I got saved." You got to know when you got saved. 
You got to know when you got saved. You got to know when if something supernaturally happens to you. You got to know. You sense some things that have happened to you that you will never forget. Amen. And you know when they happened. Amen. Okay? Think about it. Think about it. Think about a car accident. Think about somebody you love dying. Think about a phone call you got. Think about when you broke your leg or you remember that. You remember that. So don't tell me you can't remember when you got saved. How can that be? Well, you know, I don't know. I, I, I was, I've been always. No, you haven't. If you believe that you've always been saved, guess what? You're not saved. Amen. Salvation. Is a supernatural act of God. So, so if you tell me you saved, I say, what, what happened when you got saved? Where, where were you at when you got saved? You got to be able to tell me. Amen. Okay? I was under a bridge. I had a crack pipe in my hand. You know, and, and, and a street preacher came through a track. I read it, and boom. But it ain't, you know what? I've been saved all my life. I, don't, I, I got, I, you know, I went to church when I was little, and I just was saved. That's a problem. Amen. Okay? Salvation is a supernatural act of God whereby a man becomes a new creature. Let that sink in. How many do I got time to play? Be like Joe Osteen. Well, my dad was a preacher. And I was born and, and I was born a Christian. Nobody born a Christian. Know we was born? Sinners Amen. in need of a savior. Amen. And the longer we stay sinners in need of a savior, the worse we get. But ain't nobody born a Christian. Karina wasn't born a Christian. She's born a hellion. Sweet little thing. Godly. He who has the son has life. Okay? And this is life eternal that they might know. That they might know. The, the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Why did he send him? He ain't sent him down here to play with us. He ain't sent him down here to build crystal cathedrals, big old churches, and bounce arounds and all that, and having fun. He sent him down here to save us, not to entertain us. We got this Sammy Davis Jr. type Jesus. Tap dancing, doing everything he can to draw people in. Came to save us. How did he do it? Wasn't pretty. He wasn't pretty. Through his blood, he had to die. He came here to save us. He didn't come in to entertain us. He came in to die. Put that that cross on that that crown of thorns on the deck, and they scourged him and beat him, spit in his face. We learned about spitting in the face today. Spitting in his spit in his face. That's what he came to do. But he had to do that to save us. He had to die to save us. He had to die to save us. The thief cometh. John 10, 10. The thief cometh. Not. He didn't come to save us. The thief come forward to steal and to kill and destroy us. And you know what? We got more respect for the thief than we do for Jesus. How about that? We like that. 
You know, somebody, somebody said, somebody was teaching, somebody said this. There's a rich young ruler. The rich young ruler in today's church, no preacher would have told him to go. Okay? The rich young ruler, in matter of fact, the rich young ruler, okay, with all his stuff, okay, with all his riches, with all his wealth, with all his fame, with all his fortune, he would be considered by today's standard as a, 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 a super Christian because he got all this stuff. No pastor would say, you know what, go sell all you have. They would say, you know what, you tie all you have. That's what they would have told the rich young ruler. You tied all you have, and, and you come here, you sit up front, and, and, and you, you be, you, you know, you're going to be big in our church. You know, we're going to have pews with your names on them. Amen. Jesus came. Watch what he says. Now, he came to die. Don't ever forget. Whenever I say Jesus came, remember, it means he came to die. Okay? He said, the thief cometh. But to steal and kill and destroy. Watch this. And I, I have come. I have. I am come. Here's Jesus. I am come that that they might have life, and they and that they might have it more abundantly, more abundantly than this earth, than this world can ever offer. What Jesus has to offer us, it only gets better. Let me say something. You know, if, if we spread that me- tape measure out, we spread that tape measure out, it says 80. But even, even if it says 90, even if we spread it all the way out to 100 and put our age on it, guess what? We got so much to look forward to. We got so much to look forward to. We ought to be looking like, you know what? I got 15 more years till I get to glory, till I get to the real abundant life. See, we don't look at it like that. We've been bamboozled. We've been fooled. We think this world is something. We don't want to. This is, this is it. It don't get no better than this. Yes, it do. Yes, it do. Okay? Yes, it do. It get way better than this. The love that you have right here for your loved ones, it's just, it, doesn't even, it, it, it doesn't even count the love you're going to have when you stand before the presence of God. My goodness. Peter Peter, Peter, when everybody was turning on Peter, that's why I said, I don't, I don't sit there. Don't call me. Don't call me, tell me you ain't coming back to church no more and none of that stuff, because I don't, I don't care about that stuff, okay? I'm going to keep on doing what I do. If it ain't nobody in here, I've, I've preached to this church empty with the same desperation and the same urgency. You know, Jake comes sneaking in. There's snow up to here, snow up to the door. I'm like, hey, I'm just going to church because I didn't prepare this message and it's going to be preached today. And I come in here and I preach for 55 minutes Amen. to an empty church. So it don't matter if I'm saying, I ain't, ain't going to be here today. It don't matter. It don't matter. Amen. Okay. I got to do what I got to do. This ain't something I do for fun. Okay. Peter, everybody leaving. Everybody leaving. Corona. Corona. I didn't, I didn't see that yesterday when I was watching when I was watching Georgia play Kentucky. I didn't see no Corona. I seen ninety four thousand people all in, in Georgia red. I didn't see a mass in sight, and that was just what was in the stands. Okay, I didn't see what was going on behind the scenes. Okay, I didn't see a mass. Corona, Corona, Corona. I'm turning away. I can't go to church. I can go everywhere else. Okay. 
I can go everywhere else, but I can't go to church. Then, then Simon Peter, and then Jesus said, you going to leave? All y'all going to leave? Leave. That's what he said. If all y'all going to leave, leave. Then he turned to 12. He said, y'all can go too. Don't matter. I got to get to the cross. Amen. He said, I don't, y'all ain't going to stop me. Okay? Ain't that a song by myself? If I have to do it all by myself. See? You know, Jesus wasn't dragging nobody with him to the cross. So he told Peter in the 12, he said, y'all going to leave too? And Peter, the Bible said, Peter answered him. He said, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou has the words of, say it. No. Eternal life. And it was precious to Peter. And it should be precious to us. You know, I, I was thinking, you know, back when, back when I was bodybuilding, doing that crazy stuff, they used to, you know, most of the guys come out, they had these songs, and one of the songs was by Queen. And I don't know, y'all probably heard of Queen. Some of y'all may have. It was a rock group. You know, Jake probably know Queen. Okay. And they had a song, I want it all. I want it all. I mean, that was a song. And everybody would come out, I want it all. And I want it. They was flexing them stuff. <laughs> Lord have mercy. We got it all. Thomas, you got it all. See, I, I think sometimes we, we don't, we forget. We got it all. The believer doesn't have to want it all. The believer has it all. The believer has it all. Paul, Paul had it all. Paul had it all. He wanted, he wanted more. He said he, didn't want it, he wanted to kill all the Christians. He was out of his mind. But when he came to the Lord, he realized that he had it all. And he, when he was writing Ephesians, and he said in Ephesians 1 and 3, he said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us. Oh, see, 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 Christians that ain't really understanding the text don't realize how blessed they are. We are blessed. Somebody say blessed and highly favored. Paul says, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. In Christ. Don't be so horizontal. Don't be so horizontal. Learn to be parallel. Keep your eyes on the Lord. You know, keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep, keep focused. Realize that when Jesus came, he is eternal life. He is eternal life. Peter, Peter said this in Acts. Y'all know this stuff. Y'all know this stuff. You know, I just want to reinforce it in your mind. Peter said this. He says, neither is there salvation in any other. Okay? Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Must be saved. Mary, Mary, when the angel was talking to Mary, watch this. I think Mary was great. I love Mary. Mary said this. Angel said this to Mary. And he said, and you and, and, and she shall bring forth a son. And thou shall call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. That's what he came to do. That's what he came to do. He came to save us from our sins. I'm going I'm to I'm close. I'm going to close. I'm going to close. I can go on and on. I can go on and on. 
Who's that? Who's that rap group back in the day? Today? On and on to the break of dawn. On and on to the break of dawn. Look, I got, I got, I got about 15 pages left. I ain't gonna do that to y'all. I ain't gonna do that to y'all. Okay? I can go on and on to the break of dawn. Who's that? Who's saying that, Columbus? Sugar Hill Gang? Yeah, Sugar Hill Gang. Whew, age yourself, boy. He, he, he who does not have the son does not have life. But somebody said, well, well, how do I know if I have a son? Here's a fascinating story. Because your answer has to be the same as Martha's answer. Do you remember Martha? Lazarus had died. Jesus stayed away for like four days. Make sure he was died. Make sure he was dead. Real dead. Okay? No, no doubt about it. No spirit hovering over Lazarus. None at all. He, he ruled all that out. And then he came. And then he came. And I'm in John 11. And I'm in John 11. I'm just going to read this because we get to, sometimes we get the wrong impression of Martha. Martha knew the Lord. Martha knew the Lord. And Martha is a ex- great example of how we ought to Lord, know the Lord. And we have to have the same answer as Martha. Our answer cannot be different than Martha's. If it is, if it is, you know, you know, you know, we take these tests now. I have to take these tests now all the time with hospice and they give us these tests and I flunk most of them four or five times. And they tell you, try again. You got to get 80 percent. OK, and it'll be 10 questions and I got three right. Then I try again and it'll be the same 10 questions and I got four right. Then they try again and I got seven right. Try again. I got two right. That's how it goes. You continue, but you ain't getting past it till you get it right. See? That's grace. And usually I get it right. Sooner or later I get it right. Then I have to stop. Because a lot of times I think I know too much. Then I gotta stop and I gotta say, let me just go all the way through and take notes. And then I get, you know, I get nine or eight. I get 80, I'll be happy. Here's Jesus talking to Martha. Here's Martha talking to Jesus. After her son, her brother, who she loved, had died. And then said Martha, verse 21. This said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou had been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou will ask of God, God will give thee. And Jesus said unto her, now pay attention. Thy brother shall rise again. Because he loved the Lord. He was Jesus' friend. Jesus, he loved Jesus. And Martha said unto him, verse 24, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection in the last day. She knew something about the word of God. Okay? Now watch Jesus. Watch Jesus. Here's the big question. You got to answer it. Okay? Knock on heaven's day. Knock on heaven's heaven's door. You know, you got to answer this question like like Martha did. And Jesus said unto her, let me go back to verse 24. And Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection in the last day. And Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth, here's our word, he that believeth in me. For he were dead, yet shall he live. Okay? Here's the question. And whosoever liveth right now and believeth in me, in me, Jesus, shall never die. 
Believest thou this? Now that's the question he asked Martha. Do you believe that I am the savior of the world who came from heaven to die for your sins? And she said unto him, verse 27. Just a great answer. Better be yours. Don't get up there playing around. You might not get eight chances to get 80%. You got to answer this right, verse 27. Whosoever believeth, whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. See, see, this is what I mean. Y'all go to these funerals. There's a lot of dead people at these funerals. Ain't gonna be no dead people at my funeral. Okay? I, you know, I'm gonna get my suit, I'm gonna get my, my funeral clothes out and everything, but that, that's gonna dress up that little shell. That's all. That's just ten thousand dollars going into the ground. That's all it is. Listen, get to this answer, verse 27. Jesus said, do you believe this? Do you believe I'm the resurrection and the life? Do you believe that whosoever believes in me shall never die? Watch what she says. And she said unto him, verse 27, John 11, Lord, that's a good start. I believe that thou art the Christ, the son of God, which should come into the world. Ain't that a good answer? That's a great answer. She knocked it out of the ballpark. She, she destroyed it. And, he's, and, and, and when she had said so, she went her way. She went her way and called Mary, her sister, secretly said, the master is come. He calleth for thee. How about that? Let me give you that answer one more time. Remember, you see when you take the test, they say, but this is going to be on the test. You ever, you ever, you ever had somebody tell you to take a test? They say, well, this is going to be on the test. So you want to you write it down because this is going to be on the test. This is going to be on the test. This is going to be on the test. Verse 25 and verse 26 and 27 going to be on the test. It's worth repeating. Okay? I ain't got nowhere to go. Sunday. Browns don't play the 4 o'clock. <laughs> Jesus said unto her, John 11, 20, 25, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, in me. That's emphatic. It's not suggestion. It's not giving you an option to believe in anybody else. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, passed from death to life, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth right now and believeth, you got eternal life right now. In me shall never die. Or you might get sick. They might pronounce you as dead. But you shall never die. Then she says, believest thou this, Martha? Put your name there. Put your name there. Believest thou this? You got to ask the question, do you believe this? Here's her answer. It got to be yours. And she said unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe. She could have stopped there. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. That thou art the Christ. Remember, Christ ain't his last name. Christ means thou art the Messiah. Come down from heaven to die for the sins of the world. Thou art God in the flesh. Okay. 
Thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. And you know what? God wants everybody to believe that. God died for everybody. God died for everybody. God wants all of us to believe that. He wants all everybody in there. You go somewhere. Go somewhere. Go to Bosco. Cry. Did God die for everybody in there? Okay. Go to the Canfield Fair. God died for everybody at the fair. You go to the Steeler game, the Browns game. God died for everybody at the game. You know how I know that? Because the word of God says it. Okay? For the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering to us word. That's why he sent preachers. He, he long suffering to us word. I'm just a I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save their soul. That's all we do. Can't pay a person enough to do this. Can't do this for money. Fame or fortune. Listen, God is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering to us were. Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Let me tell you something. No repentance? No heaven. Nobody wants to talk about repentance. You know, you can go a long time preaching. Oh, you want to tell about it. You need to repent. No, we don't talk about repentance here. We don't talk about repentance here. We don't talk about hell here. We don't talk about anything. We just want to make people feel good. We want you to be comfortable. We want you to be happy. We don't want to upset nobody. Let me tell you something. Everybody in heaven, everybody in heaven was upset. All right? Somebody rocked their boat. Somebody shook their tree. Somebody slapped them around. Okay, you ain't getting to heaven. You ain't walking into heaven. The Bible says, if the righteous... If the righteous, those made right by hearing the word of God, if the righteous scarcely be saved. What hope do someone who don't even care about the things of God, the word of God ain't sweet to them. They don't want to sing. They don't want to pray. They don't want to. They don't want to do nothing for God. How how in God's green earth can you say rest in peace to that soul? All right. That's all I have. Unless we unless we keep pushing. I'm going to pick it up next week. I think I, I think I've said enough. I heard a preacher say, you got to know when you said enough. I think I've said enough. Okay. We'll pick it up next week. We're going to finish John, 1 John chapter 5 on next week. Precious Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the people of God. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you for courage and boldness to stand in front of your people. And just say what needs to be said. Father, we ask right now that you be with us. Let the word of God, Father God, that you said in your word that your word will not return voice. Somebody has heard it. Somebody will hear it on sermon audio. And, and, and may they be blessed. May they realize that they have to have the testimony that Martha had. I believe that thou art the Christ, the son of God. Amen. Amen.